When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 folks. The Yonko table has set sail yet again, this time venturing into the MCU with the hit new TV series, Miss Marvel, specifically episode three. We are at the mid-season finale. Uh, Marvel has been kind of hit or miss when it comes to their mid-seasons finale. Uh, and we're going to deep dive this one, episode three, and get a taste for what we can expect in the second half of Miss Marvel. I know some people are fans of what Miss Marvel is doing with their uh, Disney teen bop type of genre. And some are not three episodes in. But we'll get into it. With me, as always, is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Who. Grandmaster, episode three, mid-season finale. How you feeling? Um, I mean, uh, it Miss Marvel is enjoyable. I do like a lot of things they're doing. Um, I do feel, however, since episode one, they've been kind of being relatively tame in their bigger ideas that they showcase in episode one, and they're kind of losing some of that aesthetic for me that separates it now i will say this as a mid-season finale is concerned uh we're finally you know getting a little more action uh peeling back the plot a little bit which is good um still don't i can't see the end result which is fine but um it's like uh i don't know i i'm enjoying it but I, there's still something i want more from it because now that i feel like we have the 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 fundamentals and the foundation i'm just like y'all need to just be hitting it out the park so certain episodes excel in certain areas some don't and i'm waiting for that perfect blend so that's where i stand that's where i stand stan stan edgar that's the wrong no, show it's stop. <laughs> don't even get into it because you're <laughs> the only one who gets that name wrong for some reason what's his name stan Oh, okay. We clarified it. Good. We also have Supernovas here to talk with us today on episode three of Miss Marvel. Get ready to spread that butter with Toasty. And let's get into it. So I can kind of see where this series is somewhat losing its steam that, um, that I saw at least in the beginning portion of the episode. I'm sorry, in, in the beginning of the season. And it's kind of, it's one of those things that we all gave the uh, series praise for that being the the little animations that would happen in the episode, the 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 stylized animations. They gave it some flair. 
they made it more like i think one of us described it uh, in episode one as like a lizzie mcguire scenario like this is kamala's imagination as she's going around doing her slice of life stuff at school at home attending festivals stuff like that I, but i feel like episode three probably has the least amount of that in its episode um i think the only time i think there was twice that i saw it and one i don't really even count there was one where she was sending text messages um to uh kamran Comron. Yeah, there was one where she was sending text messages, but those just looked like basic, like they were you know, basic. They, they were, were very, very basic. basic. And I think they were a step down from where we got. It was either last week or the week before where it was text messages, but um they were they were somewhat stylized. Like I think week, they were spread across the bed sheet or something, like as she was texting. One, week one was, week one has done the most episode one has done the most with the visual aesthetic and slowly it has become more tamed and calm and now we're here it happened twice i believe here it happened with the text message that you're talking about which was mad basic because it was like the green and the gray so they're android users and then mm. it happened it happened one other time to introduce the wedding i think it said Am amir's wedding I think, okay. or it said yeah, wedding yes, day. Yes, yes, that was the one. That was the yeah. only other instance that I recall. Yep, um, those, that was it. Stylized, and I don't know. It kind of, it kind of sucks because now, it, not to say there weren't other aspects that I enjoyed from episode one besides that animation style, but seeing as how they're they're diminishing that as the episodes go on, and I, we don't know if they're gonna pick it up again in episode four, five, and six but it's been getting less and less. We're on episode three, and now you're just kind of relying on the the slice of life story with Kamala and her family, and B, the the actual like superpower gimmick. You know, what's the origin of the, the bangle? Um, who's trying to obtain it? And stuff like that. I, I don't know where you guys stand with episode three in general. Like if you thought it was, uh, I don't want to say worse because it implies that it's bad, but did you guys enjoy it less than the last two weeks? Or is this one of the higher ones? I don't know. What What do you guys think? Um, I guess I can go. It's episode three. It was in third place. Very last. You guys mentioned some of the stuff already. Um, Just the thing that pulled me in episode one, like the artistic things in the background, like when she sends the messages or imagination, that was what would pull me in the first episode. And my excuse was, okay, there's no action, but at least the show looks good. This episode, I didn't care for it, honestly. Um, I just, wait, give me one second. <clears throat> Sorry. I didn't care for it. I don't care for Amir and his wedding. Like, I feel like that was a central plot of the story that was, that just came out of nowhere. We were not introduced to Amir enough or the wife now for me to care about this part of the story. Same thing with her friend winning the board member of the mosque. That made it, it made it seem like it was gonna be a central point last episode. This episode, she just dropped a one-liner. Oh, yeah, I won. That was it. Actually, was, wait, she, did, did she act? I thought they still hadn't counted the votes yet for the no. board. No, but remember when Kamala was at her desk and she wasn't paying attention, she was like, oh, yeah, I won. And even Kamala didn't realize oh, it. okay. And I'm okay, like, right. come on. Like, 
what was the point of introducing this last episode so far every episode feels like its own episode like the old cartoons that we used to watch where none of the plots are connected except for like a small portion but none of them are connected every episode feel like its own separate story and i don't like that i really don't like that so it's an f in my book because of that I, I think you could day yeah, I, I see your point you can make that argument the only thing that's been kind of the over connecting bit is the bangle and yeah uh yeah because for example we met Amir and his fiance last episode I don't think they mentioned they were getting married not one uh, I thought they did they dis- no, no they, they did say they, they, they said they were um engaged engaged, engaged. yeah they did yeah. Yeah, they said they were engaged, but we didn't know like when the wedding was gonna be or anything. It may seem that it was a brand new fiance, but this episode they immediately got married. I'm like, whiplash. What the hell happened? Last episode you guys were introduced, you're engaged. This episode you're married. Next episode you're gonna have a kid. What's going on? Right. Wait, and are like, they actually or no? That's I me mean, joking. No, saying that. Come on. <laughs> yes. But that see that can be for me. I don't. I don't want to call it problematic because I still like what we're given here as far as like uh they celebrated Eid in the last episode and they had the wedding this episode but it seems they're now using these you know the cultural bits kind of as the big background of each yeah. episode and it's like you don't need to set, use these as the setting for these you know for these run-ins with villains or danger and whatnot but that seems to be what they're leaning into because last week, you know, the kid was falling during the Eid celebration. Yeah. And now the wedding was shut down because of, you know, the clandestines and their meddling. And yeah. I, I would hope they're not just using the cultural component as kind of in the background. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the focal point of the episode. However, I don't know. It just feels at this point. Uh, I don't let know. Me, just, let me just say it. I'm getting tired of it. Like, I get it, man. I've seen enough of Pakistani culture in the last two episodes. It's amazing. Let's move on with the story, y'all. Let's give us some plot. I heard more about the partition of India and Pakistan than I have about the Bengal, the main source of our power. We know more about the partition than that. Like, it's ridiculous. But there were a little bit nice couple Easter egg. Like, we did see the 10 rings in the episode, which was cool. Wait, the but, ten rings. Wait, the ten rings. Oh, you guys missed that. Um, go back to the episode when their grandmother first find the bango and the blue arm statue or human. You guys remember that scene? Yeah, in the, oh, cave? the very beginning. There was a yeah, there was an overhead shot of them in the cave, and you could hear the British soldier saying, "Stand down because of the crown" or some BS like this. When you look down, you can see the ten rings where they're standing. There's literally the ten oh. ring logo. But it, it's it is. like around the body or it's around all No, it's on the floor. It's on the floor where it's standing. With the really? overhead shot. Yes, go back and look it up. My man, that was a nice little Easter egg. I recognized it. I was like, oh shit, that's from Shang-Chi. That shows it's connected. That was good part of the episode. But again, there was just a portion of it. And I mean, I, I, yeah, I for me, it. yeah, for me, I like that the arm that they found was blue because the fact that it was found in India... I wonder if they're going to go into the lore that maybe some of the Andu gods were jammed. Oh, like Vishna. Right. Yeah. Vishna his, and the I other... wonder why his arm was blue. I'm like, there we go. Wait, oh my gosh. See, y'all are, this is why Darcy needs to be here. You don't know why that arm is blue? He's a Smurf. 
He's a yeah. Cree. That's a Cree. Okay. You see, it could be a Cree, but it could also be like another species. No, so, it's a Cree. Because... No, but think, think about. Wait, think about it. Like Star Lord, his adopted father, the guy with the the two, the thing that he. Uh, yes, uh, Yondu. 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 He was also blue. All right. Let me let me explain how I why I know it's a Cree. Okay. All right. This is why. This is how you know it's a Cree because one. So originally, Miss Marvel in comic book wise is inhuman, right? Inhumans are a subspecies of humans that mm -hmm. are descended from these humans that were kidnapped by the Kree to put that like meta gene in their DNA to activate superhuman abilities if exposed to the Terrigen Mist. And that was the whole. Uh, Kamala's and like any Inhumans whole shtick right now in this series they're taking it a little different route saying you know she's always had an insider which is basically the same thing as the Inhuman however now they're saying they are the Jin or from the, the clandestines from another dimension but I'm pretty sure that blue arm because again I said this last week too it would be best to tie it into some known Marvel lore that that is a Kree who somehow got to Earth and is leaving alien tech there. Now, with that said, that Kree probably, and it's similar to the Eternals too, these influencers are coming down and they are influencing mythology, religion, and, you know, they are serving as godlike entities to these people. And that's what I think is going on. And I'm pretty sure I, I want Darts to come on and agree. I'm pretty well, sure Darts is not here. So stand on your morals and your theories. I, so I, wait, I, how would I explain why? I mean, it could be a Kree, but would you then say that maybe the Krees were like the Hindu gods, I guess, in their universe? You, They're the you one could, that rule. You could, you could do that. You could very much do that. I think the whole but, thing is that they're trying to do, though, is they're trying to make uh, Kamala inhuman or tie it back to the comic book origins without going the whole way. But are the creep from an alternate universe the same way the Jen are? Because I thought that was the main thing with the Jen. Yeah. So the Kree is just for the bangle. Okay. So Not we have to assume that the Kree somehow took the bangle from somebody that was from the alternate universe and they yeah, just this this okay. whole clandestine thing is new to me uh okay. what did y'all did y'all like this reveal this uh, i mean i'm okay with it i i've said it before on other pods I, i'm not a fan of exposition dumps um and the first five minutes was a big exposition dump um the whole thing with the clandestines um them being Jin, uh the different names that they go by and, and you know each individual name I, I had a hard time discerning who from the flashback which was the character that um was Kamran's mom yeah and that's fair. Oh, I pieced it oh, together. I don't know her name but yes right I pieced it together towards the end because I'm like oh okay it's it's freaking obvious which one it is now but I just don't like exposition like that, um, especially when it's just like boom, boom, boom. It, because again, going back to Toasty's point, 
it's like they almost forgot in the last two episodes they have not been uh addressing like, the plot. Like, like the mythical part of kamala khan and her powers so they're like oh okay episode three we just gotta lay it all out just tell them uh who's because these guys are going to be the big bad i assume for the series right. they seem yeah. pretty which um, is i did not like their flip they flip so you see it was so weird. obvious though in the beginning i don't know if you guys caught it just the way they were talking to her like but that's and, and the how, issue and how like um how vague they were being about i'm sorry you just said that you were exiled from your dimension yeah exile's not a good excuse word. me uh, yeah. can you explain further but no that's the issue when we have a story where the main things that events the plot is second to whatever else is going on there's no time for them to explain i would have rather have an entire episode dedicated to their backstory and seeing kamala's grandmother than what we have this episode and you mentioned it again the lord dump just came out of nowhere it was like boom 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 introduce here we are villain it really took less than 50 minutes for these characters to be introduced to be turned into the main villains meanwhile we're wasting our time with other side portion of the story, which to me, it's aggravating. Like, I, I, I feel I, like- I definitely think they could have introduced these characters maybe in episode two, episode exactly. one even. Add some, add some more story to them because I feel like my issue with the developers or not developer, but the director, I feel like they just wanna say, hey, look at us. We're showing other cultures on TV. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? They have that in mind before they had the idea to say, let's write a good story but just have the culture to help support the story. That would have been good. They could have had an entire wedding and just have the wedding be about the mom maybe of Kamala or the grandmother explaining what happened, how the mom was worth something else okay, to support yeah. the main story. I can see that, how, because you're right. Like uh, yeah. for example, the mom in this episode said, um, why, uh, why would my mother have come for my son's wedding if she never came to mine? Yeah, and have they something could have, else. They could have done something where take the same thing that they did this episode with a wedding, but showcase it from the mom's from the mom's perspective for her. Or wedding. the grandma, or the grandma's point of view, so we know what the grandma from, was doing, so which give us more exactly. lore. Well, so yeah, it explains why she was never there. You exactly. Can't, yeah, the grandma has not been introduced yet. So next episode, we're probably going to get a, another flashback, probably an extended look. Well, that would be pref preferable to the exposition dump. I'll take a flashback intertwined through the episode to peel back what's really going on. Because, and that's my thing too, is yes, I don't want the cultural component. I love the cultural component. I love the wedding. I love the Eid celebration, but I don't want them to be... Uh, the central settings. point or the central focus of the story. Yeah. No, no, I don't want them to be like settings as in here we are let me toss it away now to introduce a big fight let me stop celebrating <laughs> so yeah. she can go save the kid uh you know i would hate for the next episode because she's gonna go to pakistan to visit the grandmother yeah you know uh i would hate for it just to be like oh we're in pakistan let's run away from the clandestines now oh no you know? she will she will and that's what I, yeah that's what i imagine is gonna happen but um so wait what do you want to happen though like I, I want it to be integrated, not just because here it just seems we're setting up the setting just to trash it or 
just to say we uh it's a check it's a it's a checkbox yeah we got a wedding guys okay, there we okay. go let's just have a wedding and then we're not gonna go over the wedding it's not an important part of the story but just have the wedding just so the villain happened to show up at the wedding crash it which gonna force kamala to fight them literally that is for me horrible storytelling it is atrocious and it sucks because this show has no it has the potential to be really good but i really hate this have the thing like the wedding support the story not have it the other way i'm sorry but i'm not watching um kamala and the pakistanis a tv show no i'm watching miss marvel i want to see action you could have had her fight well, we in got the street. some we got some but action did you, you see, like we that got, we got some action but again it was mid they could have had another scene where instead she was fighting and she had to decide between fighting and choosing her brother's wedding, which would have mirrored what the grandmother did. That would have probably pissed off the mom even more. They could have Ooh. done something like that. So see? a scenario where, you know, she has her powers. She's trying to balance life and wow. exactly. a superhero. There we go. And then, okay. Bringing Put me in the up. room. Bringing that up. I did find many similarities to what's going on with Kamala versus Peter Parker, kind of juggling that two roles, trying to, you know, uh, do right by your family, but also you trying to be a superhero. And, but the thing I really liked that this episode did, and see, this is where I really like when you add a cultural component, right? Uh, the mom at the wedding was talking about nightlight or she was talking at the pre-wedding thing and they were talking about nightlight. And she said, you know, Oh, her mother should be ashamed letting her go out and run around like that, you know? And in my head, I was like, wow, you know, Peter Parker does the same thing. But from a cultural aspect, no one's going to say, oh, Spider-Man's mother should be ashamed he's out there running around, you know? They just either call him a superhero or a menace. It's one of the two. But from, you know, uh, Kamala's side of things, those their people are looking at it as bringing shame to their family you know it's disrespectful how she's out and about and you know the, the skin tight clothing and whatnot it's it, that that's an interesting i like i like seeing that perspective and that is not using the cultural component as like a setting like i'm saying you know that's just you know tying it into the ideals and the morals of this ethnic group and i'd rather see that kind of portrayal versus let's have a wedding and a cool dance number which i love the dance number see i love this the stuff. dance number was nice i liked it i like the dance number however then it's like pull the fire alarm it's a big fight scene but you, you see know? this is a scene in my opinion if i was a director i would have had her fighting while everybody the camera keeps switching like point of view from her fighting to people having fun in the wedding and her family looking for her. That would have been cool. Or if she was pour. trying to prevent them from destroying the wedding. The wedding, so exactly. the wedding is still like going on. None, she wants but, her brother to have a happy wedding and she's yeah. stopping these guys from Exactly. She's sacrificing her trust and her family for the greater good, which is what, I mean, it's a cliche, but that's what a hero is supposed to be. Instead, like we had this, which I mean, whatever. Um, I mean, at the very least, I, I liked um the fight scene in the kitchen. 
I did too. Um, I enjoyed it. I again, it was yeah. nothing crazy, you know. No, I wasn't going there expecting like Shang uh, Shang Chi level of choreography. You know, she is a preteen in high school, and she is not uh, hyped up on um, adrenaline spider, uh, you know, venom or whatever. Right? Yeah. She's no Peter Parker. All She's she Green Lantern is- minus the flight, minus so. the flight and the experience. She yes. does not know how to fight. Yeah. No. <laughs> and- no. 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 And I, I still liked it. I, I, I like the transition scene where um, I think uh, Kamala, she goes in there into the kitchen. She's like, everyone get out. <laughs> and no one listens to her. <laughs> they're, they're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> All right. Then, oh, my. That that was, that scene was ridiculous. She knocks out the dude and they're like, that's it for me. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing this. For me. They didn't not even go that up. guy. Exactly. Nope. They, they work to with him too. No, you're not paid to take care of somebody else. You were paid to cook. That's that his your fault. That, that was hilarious. I was like, oh my gosh, help him. Like, <laughs> Gotta help yourself first before you help everybody else. And then these these clandestines are, I don't know what their gimmick is, but the homeboy takes off his belt. Oh, you know, you know, he was Hispanic. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, was he? I don't know. He, he brought he? out the belt to whoop some ass, man. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't think of all this. the things a belt, a belt. Yeah, Everyone I mean, else I, got like a hammer, um, uh, a spear. A spear. Oh, where'd you get a spear from? But no, my, my brother took out the belt. And you know what? <laughs> I, I half expected someone to take off their chancleta. I expected oh, them to take no. oh their sandal and go just go bop. <laughs> Stop that. I, I did like the fight too. You know, if you're, you're going to change up her powers, you got to make it enjoyable for us. So I yeah. like how she was like, she was using it to like, she was on the ground and she made one and she pushed off of it and slid under the the workstation right you know she's got to get creative with it and i like how they're you know getting creative with it and i like how defensive she got but then you know i think you know the kind of the big you know jaw dropping moment she did the punch which again they're trying to elicit the stretching with how she punches you know she right stretches and enlarges the hand and then she did a she did a gum gum whip at one point, two and knocked all three of them back. Did you catch that one I too? I did catch that one. So I, I, I like she's getting better. I like how creative they're getting. I, I guess the clandestines are cool to watch because they're all doing different. Yeah, like you said, weaponry. So it's fun. Uh, your boy Bruno the belt guy was some the, the coolest action. one. I the like belt guy it. was the coolest one. He was, but the other guy, he was. They're strong. They did are. you see him punch the ground? Yeah, and, he got the yeah. crack in the ground. If that connected with Kamala, <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> Oh, and then Kamran got, you know, uh, suplex off the balcony. Well, for and... him, I know he can take it because well, yeah. like, he's... I, yes, yeah. he can take it. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, because we don't know what they're what they can do. And now yeah. we're just giving it all right here. Like, what the, what the, you know, like, and it's like, OK, sure. We just met y'all. I'm here uh-huh. for it. We thought you were exiled, sure. And, and that's the thing too, because like I don't know if they were enhancing the weapons that they took. So like the guy with the belt, did it look bigger to you when he started swinging it around? Yes, yeah, it, it was. It was kind of like because it was flexible. Yeah, right. Yeah. So is it that the gins can like manipulate certain? That could be his power. Their... That could just be his weapon, and he was just he just took it out. That could be their unique weapon. His just happened to be a belt. 
Right. Or it could have been, it could have been like a web before, but he used like some kind of like Gen Voodoo magic to make it look like a belt. So that he could blend in in public. Yeah. Just whip it out. I could have sworn the person with the hammer, I I thought they, I I probably need to watch the episode, that portion again. I could have sworn they grabbed something and it morphed into the hammer that they started swinging at Kamala. Um, No idea. Oh, maybe. That'd be a cool little power. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, Um, if he had a regular belt and turned it into, you know, this whip of destruction, that'd be kind of cool. Right. Um, So the fight, I thought, was pretty decent. Um, What did you guys think about the the damage control department? And the... uh, they raised some some heavy topics in here, like Islamophobia. They did. Um, that make no sense, dude. Like it makes no sense. Which, which I don't. Part? Which part? all of it, dude. I don't understand how this department is run by clowns. They are clowns. Like, they are clowns. I mean, you're telling me that somehow in 2022 you have an entire department that deals with superhero, but they're too or extraterrestrial activities, but they're too busy being, um, I guess Islamophobic. Like for God's sake, man! Like Wait, you would think you they mean? know, but like just them just doing random stuff and being clowns. The, the fact I that mean, they thought they could walk into the mosque and be like, "Hey," the, or they walk with their shoes on. on. Yeah, they walk with their shoes on. They said, "Give me all your stuff." They accuse her of being like they were like, "Is she a brown girl, a Muslim girl? We gotta find her." I'm like, for God's sake, people! Like you have bigger issues to do. Like I don't understand how they have the energy to be like this. You have people like you have alien level threat like Thanos that can take out half of your planet and you're too worried about being like that's your main goal. And for me, my issue is, is, is the entire department. Nobody so far in that department have shown any kind of uh common sense. Mm-hmm. They all seem to be general douchebags, which makes no sense to me. This is something I expected to see in a TV show 20 years ago, not today. It just wait, does like, not make wait, sense. Like, like in what way? Can can you be like? I would like, say just them being douchebag for the sake of being douchebags. Oh, okay, okay. They walk in. I mean, for God's sake, you're trying to get information in a superhero. That's your main job. The first thing you want to do is not appear like a douchebag to the people you're trying to get information from. If you're trying to get information for somebody, you're not just gonna walk in and slap somebody and say, "Give me the information." They're gonna say no and Search walk the away. Perimeter. Exactly. Instead, you could have come in, explained the situation, say, hey, this is what's going on. We need some help. Help us out. It's not that difficult, my man. It's not. And for me, I feel like they're evil or they're supposed to be the villain just for the sake of being the villain. That is it. They have no purpose other than being a bad. That is it. Like they chase Kamala like a dog instead of just approaching her saying, hey, we know it's you. Talk to us. How did you get this power? Like, instead, they may seem like they're supposed to be Hell Hydra. Is this is this group supposed to be part of Hydra? I don't. Is that I, we're gonna be assuming right now? I don't no, think. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I so I don't why think, they? I don't think they haven't done really anything yet besides just being foolish. Like when they walk into the mosque and you know they. It's not only that; it's they, everything. They're just incompetent fools. Okay, but there hasn't been anything where like they've like physically tried attacking Kamala or the drone. Tried, 
the drone never attacked her. It just literally then it, flew in front of her, and she assumed the worst, which she should have, because she doesn't know what's going on. And they chased and her and they tried to block her away. They tried to I mean, block her away. I mean, but again, they're just being full. I if this was Hydra, they would be shooting her down like point blank. But that's my issue. Like, I don't understand this organization. Like, your job is to do this, but they're so stupid at their job. Somehow Kamala, remember, was able to get away from them just by getting into Cameron's car, and somehow they missed the car driving off. It's somehow really weird that they, they had no chase yeah, her down in, they, in that vehicle. They had no perimeter set up to catch the car. They had no, they didn't hack into the freaking light camera to find the driver license, which could have led them to Cameron. All of those little things you think they're missing, which makes no sense. I'm gonna I feel say, like they just exist for the sake of being idiots. They're the idiots. They're the team rocket of this of this show. That's who they are. I'm gonna say this as far as uh, why it's not working for me. It's because in this universe we have seen more competent agencies, and they set the bar like for how shield? these agencies the shield. shield oh uh, in wandavision we saw sword yeah. you know okay so even sword did a better job well sword uh, was a little bit clownish that's because well. that that dude in charge was a clown but he's the one in charge who but put him everybody there. else <laughs> put him jimmy, in that position jimmy woo was doing better you know who's not wait is jimmy woo part of sword though yes they brought yes. him in yeah no i thought okay okay i i'm I remember the sword department and I remember there were some characters that were not officially a part of sword in WandaVision. They were just there helping. No, Jimmy, sword. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Woo works for sword. Even if he was not, he still worked with them. So there was still some kind of interconnection between him and whatever organization that he works for and swords. Right. And so, and then I also blame the writers here too, because they're trying to put, pull a shroud over your eyes as to if this is going to be you know a criminal like a you know antagonistic organization and from what we know they're not antagonistic they are damage control they come clean up enhance people uh scenes crime scenes and i don't know where they now they can bring people in i don't know where that came from and i guess maybe the the five-year gap that is the blip but the problem is they just need to establish if this is a you know, and because the, the main lady seems quite antagonistic. Uh, and I don't know, it's just kind of throwing a wrench in the plot to where it's like, we know they're going to come to head uh, Kamala and this lady and the rest of the CDC. But yeah, it's not really doing much. Uh, I just I what took me out was the warrant thing, you know that I felt that warrant bit was really stupid. Like, get a warrant. Why do you do you, do you think maybe it was forced to show that message? The, the Islamophobia? Right. Yes. I think, I mean, I feel like the Islamophobia, it was very prevalent just from the fact they went straight to a mosque, you know? And then well, to be fair, that was the last place where they saw her. Because remember in the last that, episode, they said the places they were going to look were temples. She, she said search every temple, mosque, and... Uh, and community centers, I think. Right. Because that was yeah. just the general information they had of where this girl could be from. So right. we don't know if the mosque is the first place they went to or the last place they went to. We just know that they went there. And I, I would I would say it doesn't matter 
where they, they went one. first because this is the one they showed. You know? Yeah. So now we are left to assume this is the first place they went, and it's fine. Like, does it feel shoehorned? Uh, I don't think it feels shoehorned. I feel the dialogue itself is shoehorned. If Nakia didn't come and say, "Oh, you're trying to turn uh, Muslims against Muslims," uh, I felt that sounded a little forced. Uh, but hey, maybe you need to knock it over, some, like bonk people on the head with it. Like, this is what we're doing. This is what you're gonna get out of it. But you that's know? an issue. Like you mentioned it before, they have a check mark list. And they just yes. only hit the check mark. They said, okay, we have to talk about uh Islamophobia. We have to show wedding. How are we gonna put this in the story? It doesn't matter, guys. Just put it in the story. That doesn't fit in whatsoever. All it would have taken to show, like, I, I mean, I can't think of a way to show Islamophobia off the top of my head, especially with the setting of the show. But in my opinion, it could have been done better. You mentioned it yourself, it's an organization that knows the basic law. You need a warrant to go into somebody's house. It's the goddamn constitution. That is really history or civics 101. That is a basic middle school stuff. Yet they fumble. It makes no sense. And I feel like, again, I hate to say it, but the writers just want to hit a check mark. They want to put some points. They want to say, hey, look at us doing all of those things. Latin X, uh, Islamophobia, this, that. And they don't care how it gets on with the story. It is horribly made. And they should be punished for that because there's a difference. Jesus, be- man. No, dude, no. No, because like, I'm going to say. Horribly made, a- atrocious. The writers no. should be punished. No, dude, because it's something I feel like they do a lot with shows from my point of view as a black guy, where they try to have black people in certain setting and shows and movies now where you feel like it's forced in. They just want to have that person just to say, hey, look at us, guys. We have a black guy. Aren't we cool? We have a black friend. I mean, we're not racist anymore. That's not how it works, man. Like, that's really not, that's not how it works. If you want to portray black history, if you want to portray Pakistani history, you can do that. But don't force it in just because you want to force it in just so you can win some points and likes on Twitter. That is what they're doing right now. That is it. They're not telling a good story. They just want to hit a check mark. And every week they want to say, look at us, people. We are progressive. Congrats to us. That is it. You really did not like this episode. I, it's not I didn't like it. It's just that <laughs> it was enjoyable episode. But for me, it was slow because I hate useless plot, especially since for now, we have to assume this is a one season show. The most we're going to see her next time that is, is maybe in the next so movie. She she will be in the next movie the same way Wanda Vision was in Multiverse of Madness. It could be like this, but if we had episode three halfway to the show, because we have six episodes, right? Right. Halfway to the show, we still did not know anything about the Bengals. You said it yourself. They're just gonna lore dump in one episode and move on and run away. That's well, what they're gonna do. Well, hold on. So we have a little bit of information on the bangles right we have um, but it's three episodes so, this right, episode she was supposed but, to train she still hasn't trained right um it's one of those things where i i i really oh my god i feel like they're gonna montage in episode five uh like her learning how to fight but but at least in terms of the bangles we have some tidbits on the bangles right we know that the bangles are needed in order for so the, the, this new group, the Jin, 
right? Yeah. They're exiled. We don't know why they're exiled, but that was a red flag as soon as they said that in the beginning. So, dude, to be fair, you could be so, exiled like if there's a dictator in your country and you're trying to receive democracy. I didn't trust any of them. You should leave with that. You should leave with that. <laughs> he should. Yeah. I mean, that, that the word exile should not come out of your mouth when trying to say, I want to go back home. I was exiled. Oh my God. But, but, um, they want to go back home and they need Kamala. Well, they need the, the bangle specifically. Yeah. Um, that is why they show the flashback scene in 1942 with, uh, Kamala's grandmother, great grandmother, right? Great yeah. Aisha, great grandmother. Yeah. Great grandmother. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they showed the flashback. Aisha was able to get the bangles and then she got separated from the other squad. Yeah, we yeah. don't know if that was a purposeful separation because they seem to be at least in that those what 20 30 seconds that we had with them they seem to be pretty close like yeah, yeah. friends and they were allies yeah yeah but then they just cut contact at that point so is it that uh the great grandmother she did it on purpose because she knew what what it would cost to go back home or was it like like oh i i actually did get separated so i just i just started a family <laughs> maybe she went after the other bangle because remember oh. the british took that did they say oh. the other bangle was owned by the british did they say there was two yes they said there were two they said there was uh, two but did they oh, say cool, where the cool. uh, where the second one was from what i remember they said they assumed the british had it because the British had raided the place to the ground. Right, you they know, did. Typical say that. goddamn British <laughs> museum <laughs> studying people's history. Belongs <laughs> in a museum. That's what they did. That's what they did. They literally said it. They were like, what the goddamn British. Oh my God, there's a word for that. Um, it's something appropriation. Oh, like, yeah. Cultural um, appropriation. No, it's not I, cultural no, it's appropriation. Not that. It's, it's just taking those artifacts and saying it's oh. like Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, it's right. Indiana Jones. It's like who Indiana Jones, why the hell are you stealing this idol from this temple where these people clearly are alive and living and you're trying to tell them who can't even speak English, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> like, what are you doing? We will preserve your history. That's their idol. <laughs> but um oh, yes, man. we the Bengals. The train seems to be a uh, very uh Yeah, what's the deal with the train? That was right. the train from the partition. During the partition, that's how people went from India to Pakistan, from but Pakistan something big to India. Happened, something okay. big happened with this train because the grandmother got the vision too. And yeah. now she's going to go visit her in Pakistan. There's the question Actually, why it triggered also when um the mom, uh, not the mom, the mom of Kamran. What's her name? Do we know her name? No, yet? no, no. She didn't trigger it, but when she saw that it was activated, yeah. she was like, I want to see the vision too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Kamala activated it. It just kind of activates on okay. its own. Maybe it's yeah. a emotion, but yeah, she she went, you go back and watch the scene. She was like, <gasps> and then grabs it. To oh, okay. And I'm not sure. sure if you guys noticed, the train had the word Karashi on there, if from what I remember, which is the city where she's going next episode. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. in Pakistan. So, hey. That should be interesting to say. That would be cool. I wonder if they actually filmed in Pakistan. I uh, am very curious as that too. They yeah. have to. I mean, Pakistan is pretty unique. They're not going to film it in like little Pakistan in New York. It's not going to make sense. So I could see them actually probably going to India, Bangladesh, or 
Pakistan, depending on which country was the most favorable for money to film in. So it's possible. That would be kind of nice. I'm curious how they're going to do that. And um, I'm assuming the jinn are going to follow them. Uh, I mean, what, obviously. What, what makes them evil, and, and, and this is the evil part, they want to go back home for whatever reason. Uh, we don't know if it's just that they, they feel homesick or they have some agenda when they go back home. But what we do know is that uh, there's a possibility that if whatever Kamala does to open some portal to go back, to, to, to send them back to wherever they came from, um, it could destroy their world. Actually, Kamala cannot open it yet because she needs the two bangles to open it. That's what the grandmother said when they found the first one. They said we need the other one to activate its full like power, from what I remember. I could be wrong, but I do remember they mentioned that they needed both of them. It's not something that can be done with only one of them. Somebody drop a comment like this. Is this enough or is that good enough or can we only use one? So we have to assume that the second one is going to appear next episode hopefully maybe the bruno, has it well bruno alluded to how they don't have enough power because the power mm, yeah and so yeah they probably need the second one to open the portal and then two the mother mentions how kamran has the same thing inside him as kamala and how i i think she wants to give him the power or he's going to probably end up with the other bangle Oh, and, it got the power, yeah. Yeah, oh, and you, then... Do you think they're going to have to fight each other? Well, he might be in a rock and a hard place between. Um, choosing, but he's oh, definitely going to... his family, or... Yes, he's ooh, definitely going to get was it. a theme in this episode. He He's... Family, yes, family was a big thing. And to be honest, uh, I really want Kamala to just tell her family what's going on. Because I know her mother knows something. Her mother definitely knows something. And yeah. If she was just forthcoming, I mean, the dad has all this knowledge about the gin, uh, you know, maybe I think I think it's going to culminate. And this is a family show. And, you know, the dad was telling Amir, he was like, always choose family. Yeah. And, you know, it's all about doing good. So I think that's what we're going to culminate to is doing good by your family is going to you're going to be the best superhero ever. You know. Actually, uh, we did come from their sophomore in high school, right? She's a junior. Uh, no, junior? Sophomore? Sophomore I forgot. That. I think she's a sophomore. Because the yeah. reason I, was gonna, I mentioned that is because we forgot about Bruno. Because poor Bruno, not only is getting his heart broken, he got accepted into Caltech. Like, how is he going to go there? Like, he still has a year and a half left, right? Because if he's a junior, well, it's like, that's a college. It's an immersion program. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things where they get to go and kind of like ease their way in. So that way, when okay. they eventually do go, they're more familiar and better integrated. They need to explain his story also, because this boy is kind of weird. He doesn't seem to have any parents. He lives on top of that store, but he also works at the store. So I don't understand like what is going on with yeah. this kid. Who's his family? Yeah, who's his family? 
don't care, but I do like don't his care. triangle. I oh like my his, god, I like his love triangle with love him, triangle. Kamala. This boy is on the side watching to the window. <laughs> they were about <laughs> to dance, they were about to dance. Yes, and guess what? Camera came and she immediately left, and he was just left there. Not by for himself. the reason that he thought, not for the reason that he thought, but but they kind of tried to push that tension a little bit and dropped yeah. it in like five seconds because they did that that cliche thing where you know, um. Bruno is out of earshot of what is being told to Kamala. You know, the, right, of course. the, the urgency of like, oh, these my family's coming. They're going to, you know, screw up the Good. wedding. Right. Um, They're going to kill everyone. He, he comes in, Bruno, he comes in, doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, uh, hey, buddy, I think you got to leave, okay? Yeah. He's like, stop it, Brian. Oh, my Brian. God. This doesn't concern you. I'm like, oh my god! Can you just can we stop this whole thing? Can you just tell him what what you just told Kamala? So that to be fair, he doesn't clear. know. He, he doesn't, doesn't know that Bruno. Know. He doesn't know that Bruno knows that Kamala is Miss Marvel or she has powers. Right. He doesn't know that. I guess. I and guess, Kamala never made he, a point of saying, "Yeah, he knows." I guess he doesn't. It's just he could just he could have still just said, "Oh, what I just told Kamala, there's dangerous people coming here. We should probably leave." No, That's man, it's not your business, Brian. Walk away, Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Walk away, Brian. I will escalate this tension between us <laughs> for no reason, just for added drama later. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's the mid-season finale. Um, we, we call it mid-season finale. It's series. really no finale. Mid-series um, finale. Mid- it's a mid-season. It's a, it's mid- a, unless there's a season two. Mid-series because it's a mini series. Oh, okay, right, right. It is a mini series. Yeah. So, um, that's what we're left with. Uh, I hope episode four kind of like kicks things into high gear with everything regarding Camilla's family, um, the Bengals, the Jin. What's the deal with the Jin? Why are they just so angry and <laughs> just? Me, I feel like uh, next episode is going to start with them talking about the partition of India once again. By the end of this yeah. show, we're going to be expert about this subject. Grandmaster, did, did you say let them? Yes, because I don't remember the partition in history class. So. I'm tired of it. You That's didn't what pay I did. attention in history class. <laughs> I don't remember the exactly. <laughs> I, they probably glossed over it. You thought Germany was in Antarctica. All right, of course. Wait, are German black people for like sub-Saharan? That's history, geography, ge- whatever. The geography, brother. <laughs> no, you said Germany was in Antarctica, so that's geographic location. That would be geography, not history. You know, when we say India, we're talking about we're talking about Indians from the Asian continent, right? Not Native American. Just let you know. Who's I? I'm not. I know. You have difficulty with geography. It's okay. I sure don't. You I are really stumbling. Where I am not. <laughs> Do not worry. Um, I am not. Um, that's pretty much it for episode three. Um, any final thoughts on what you guys want moving forward? Uh, How are they gonna get four? How are they gonna get to Karashi? Because you know damn well the mom is not gonna let her go. Sure. I mean, obviously by well, plane, my man, she's not gonna walk there. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's, it's going to be really dumb if, uh, so in, there would have to be a scenario where she explains to the mom, okay, uh, Ami, um, this is what's happening and we need to do this. But then that would kind of negate what happened at the end of the episode where she chooses to not tell the mother 
that we're going there. So I don't think she's going to be able to involve the mom yet. She's probably going to find an alternative way to go there. I don't know how. Mom's going to find out. I'll tell you that much. Oh, she is going to find out. She's going to a halfway across the world. Then, she can't well, just stuff gonna, her bed sheets with pillows. It's going to it's gonna tie all together to why the mom's been secretive. Yeah. And then it's going to bring the family together. She's going to steal the wedding money sense. from Amir. The wedding money. That's oh, she's there you go. She might yeah. go with Amir. There it is. Yeah. No, not go with Amir. Still the money. Because remember, Amir, as he was running away, said, oh, snap, the money. And he went back to get the he money. Thinking there was oh, a you fire, mean the so. wedding money. The, the yeah. Money they got. Okay. And they made a point of saying that Amir only had 700 bucks in his bank account. So. Yeah, I think he's going to buy a flight for her. I think that's what's going to oh, no. happen. She's going to steal the money. I'm willing oh, to bet gosh. she's going to steal the money. Uh, I don't know. Against character type, trying to be a superhero. No, what I would, can see it. What would yeah, Captain Marvel is... do? Exactly. Exactly. She's doing it for the greater good because I could see it happen. And Amir goes on his honeymoon. He swaps the card at like a restaurant and it says the Clyde is sufficient fun. And there we go. Drama. Maybe maybe it could be a misjudge of character on what would Captain Marvel do? Because maybe in Kamala's mind, she thinks, well, this is for the greater good. I should exactly. do this. And I think even Bruno pointed that out earlier where... Um, uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember the scenario. Basically, Kamala said that she was going to do this, but then, uh, and then she's like, that's what Captain Marvel would do. And then Bruno says, well, you're not Captain Marvel. And it's probably good that you're not Captain Marvel because you should slow down and think about this. I don't remember what, it was in this episode. I, I don't remember what scene it was about. It was, but. he was telling her, he was telling her to not use the one bangle because it's not enough power and if, everything could go boom and then she's like what would captain marvel do captain marvel would fly through and she would help even if she didn't know all the risk she would take the chance and bruno's like i don't think you should you should slow down like you said but i'm uh, calling it right now because i did look up the 10 rings photo that toasty mentioned if the 10 rings are involved meaning those rings are alien. They've always so been wait, the, alien. The, those were the ten rings. Then. Those it is the symbol of the ten. Yes, rings. I told you. It is the symbol of the ten rings. Sometimes you get uh, confused, Toasty. So I, I just wanted to confirm. Yeah. So Sometimes I forget to count. <laughs> with that said, they're gonna tie it all back to aliens. So uh, it seems okay. like they're oh uh, with now. the Korean. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah they kind of did that with the uh, post credit for Shang Chi, right? Yes, mm -hmm. Shang Chi's post. When they were talking scene. about the the Ten Rings, and they were yeah. trying to discern the origins, they're like, mm -hmm. "Well, it looks alien in nature." Oh, actually, guess who? Guess who was there? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Ooh. Actually, that could be a weapon similar to the Ten Ring. It could yeah, be like exactly. a similar weapon. Oh yeah, actually, Ten Ring was dropped. It, it even elicits the same kind of like color scheme a little bit when the um the Mandarin had the ten rings. It was like purple, the, blue. The ten mm. rings can change color based on I think somebody's aura because they were blue for the dad, they were yellow for Shang Chi. It wasn't oh, purple okay. for someone. I thought it was purple. Blue or purple? Goodness, same color family. Same it's color. Some blue color family. <laughs> yes, uh, blue. I want, purple. No. I want you to look out your window right now and tell me what mm. color is the sky. Stop. Yeah. That it thing looks was like not a solid purple. violet, I must say. Cut it yeah. now. Cut it now. It don't the sky can look violent, violet at points. I thought it Cut looked it like yellow because you know, color family. That's crazy because I swear I see some violet in that clouded sky in your background right now. There are shades of purple and blue. Crazy. It's called science fiction. Call me crazy. <laughs> Call me crazy. That's 
that's a comic book, <laughs> Grandmaster. Oh my god. No. No. <laughs> what are you gonna say next? I I see an infinity stone in your background. No, even better. I see two moons in Tatooine, so there must be two moons here. <laughs> no. Go. Oh my god. Anyways, cool. yeah. That's our thoughts on Captain uh, Captain Miss Marvel episode yes. three. Um, let us know what you all think in the comments below what are your thoughts what are your predictions um what did you think about episode three in general um does the series need to pick it up a little bit more is it losing some of its steam that it had in the very beginning let us know your thoughts in the comments down below wherever you're listening to us on we're on apple Podcasts, spotify twitter instagram and youtube check out at the yonko table and at dr jace attorney for the video portion of this pod and don't forget to also join our discord check out the patreon link in the description box down below because the conversation on discord continues even after this episode but with that everyone i'm your yonko host dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop and supernova toasty signing off and take care <laughs>